0: Two year old Crystal Robertson was found wandering alone outside of a Kmart in Spanaway, Washington in mid December of 1985. Police immediately suspected something was seriously wrong. When she's finally found by her grandmother and asked where her parents have gone to, the only thing the little girl could say was, Mommy is in the trees. And a search was launched immediately. And what they found made the police think one thing serial killer. I'm your host, Michael. And this is Strange and Unexplained. All right, so let's start back at the beginning of all this. Back in August of 1985, when 27-year-old Stephen Harkins and his 42-year-old girlfriend, Ruth Cooper, decided to take a weekend camping trip. The pair worked as a vocational school employees in the Tacoma, Washington area. Their trip would take them to the Tool Lake area in Pierce County, Washington, a very remote area surrounded by miles and miles of wilderness. The couple had planned on returning home on Sunday evening, as they both had work on Monday. But when Monday rolled around and neither of them showed for work, it immediately raised red flags for their families, and they were immediately reported missing. Four days later, a group of hikers stumbled across what remained of the couple's camping site. Inside their tent was the body of Stephen Harkins. He appeared to have been shot in the head, execution style, presumably while he slept. He was still zipped up in his sleeping bag, and he'd been killed from a single shot from a 22 caliber pistol. The pair's dog was also found nearby, shot as well. Ruth Cooper was still unaccounted for though, until two months later, in October of 1985, Ruth's purse, her dismembered skull, and other partial skeletal remains were located. Dental records were used to positively ID her. And strangest of all, a tube sock was found wrapped around her neck, but her cause of death was a gunshot to the abdomen, which matched the 22 caliber bullet that killed her boyfriend and their dog. There were no suspects initially, and with no leads in the case, it started to grow cold until that December, when another couple went missing, the parents of little Crystal Robinson. So it's December 12th, and 36-year-old Mike Reimer and his 21-year-old girlfriend decided to take a trip out to the wilderness together as a family, since the couple had only recently decided to reconcile. You see, Diana had taken out a restraining order on Mike after he kicked in the door of their apartment and knocked her to the floor, but decided to throw it out the window once the pair had made up. That most likely being the case because they shared a two-year-old little girl, Crystal. In fact, Diana and Crystal had moved back in with Mike in his Tacoma home, They had previously been staying with Diana's family. Now, according to the family, Mike was known to be aggressive with Diana, but had never shown any aggression towards their daughter. It seemed that she was the only thing that the two could agree on. Now, the couple had met about four years prior, when Diana was only 17, and Mike was 32. Mike worked as a roofer in the area, but of course, in the dead of winter, when everything is covered in a foot of snow, there's not a lot of roofing going on. So Mike would work as a trapper in the off season. He was very familiar with the area of Nisqually River, about an hour from their home. He set traps to catch small game. They also hoped to use the opportunity to find a Christmas tree for the upcoming holiday season. He was also known to carry around a 22 caliber pistol everywhere he went. His dad even mentioned this to the police when they would go missing later. Now, when Crystal was found later that afternoon, it was not clear at first what had happened. The employees of the Kmart were unable to get the little girl to speak at all, and so were the police. They didn't even know her name. In fact, many of the people who saw her that day said she kept looking over her shoulder and behind her, and she appeared to be afraid of something. And since no parent or family could be found, Crystal was sent to stay with the foster family, and her photo was placed in the local paper asking for information. Two days later, Diana Robertson's mother was reading the paper when she noticed the photo of the little girl who looked exactly like her granddaughter. So she picks up the phone and calls Mike and Diana, but obviously can't get in touch with either of them. And this is when reality starts to hit. So she calls the number under little Crystal's photo and explains who she is. She's given the address of the foster home where Crystal is staying and is asked to meet the police there. When she arrives, Crystal is overwhelmed and finally starts to come out of this catatonic state that she's been in since being found. She's asked where her parents are and all she can articulate is, mommy is in the trees. Now the grandmother knew that Mike worked as a trapper but had no idea where to start looking because she knew he was familiar with a very large area of Washington. And because of that, a search was nearly impossible to conduct since there was no way to know where to start. The police flew helicopters over the areas near the family's home in hopes of spotting Mike's unique red pickup truck. And it's not until February 18th of the following year, 1986, when the truck is finally located. A man and his dog are out for a walk down a remote logging road around a lake when he spots a red Plymouth pickup seemingly abandoned. So he approaches the vehicle while trying to call out for anyone nearby, though he suspects the truck has been sitting there for some time since it was still covered in snow And the snow on the ground had all but gone away. When he peers into the cab of the truck he sees on the passenger side what appears to be blood on the seat. Frightened he immediately leaves the area and reports the truck to police. So police come to check out the area and Diana's remains are quickly located just outside of the truck on the side of the road. She appeared to have been stabbed 17 times and a tube sock had been tied around her neck. Now because of this Police linked this crime with the earlier killing of Ruth Cooper and Stephen Harkins and assumed that the missing Mike Reimer must have been the killer. The Lewis County Sheriff's Department went out with bloodhounds to attempt to track down Mike, but came up empty-handed. It was as if he had vanished. Inside the pickup truck was found a manila envelope with I Love You Diana written across it. And families of the couple believe it was Mike who wrote this. But the FBI's handwriting analysis came up inconclusive. The blood that was found was unfortunately not able to give much else either. Since it had been two months old, all tests could confirm conclusively that the blood was human. So, yeah, super helpful. Police wanted to issue an arrest warrant for Mike since he was still missing, but were unable to because they couldn't provide proof of life, which is, you know, it's kind of necessary when filing an arrest warrant. However, Mike stayed the prime suspect in the murders of his girlfriend, Diana, Ruth Cooper, and Stephen Harkins for decades. That's until he was found dead in March of 2011. Mike was finally eliminated as a suspect when hikers found his partial remains. Only a mile away, only a mile away from where Diana had been found. A partial skull was discovered that belonged to Mike. The rest of his remains were never located, and a cause of death was unable to be determined. Now I know what you're thinking, perhaps Mike killed himself or had succumbed to the elements while on the run. But tests showed that Mike had died around the same time as Diana, which is a damn good alibi in my opinion. But even so, many still believe he was responsible in some capacity. There were casings for a 22 caliber pistol found around the truck but all police could conclude was there was no gunshot wound to Mike's skull. Many believe the pair was attacked and Mike perhaps attempted to flee after being shot, eventually dying in the woods, either due to his wounds or because the killer caught up to him and finished the job. Either way, one really big question still remains. How did Crystal end up in the parking lot 30 miles away? Did the killer drive her there? Many law enforcement agencies believe they are dealing with a serial killer, mainly due to the eerie similarities in the case. The tube socks around the necks, for one, but also the fact that both couples had a 15-year age gap. Hell of a coincidence. The same caliber weapon was also used at both crime scenes, though Diana was stabbed to death, not to mention the fact that the couples were killed within miles of each other, just four months apart. Now, despite the numerous theories and speculations around the two cases, no solid leads have ever been discovered. There have been no new discoveries since 2011, which was when Mike's remains were recovered. Both cases at this time have gone cold, and police have little faith in solving the case unless someone comes forward. Over the years, many similar cases have been considered as possible victims of the same killer, but law enforcement has yet to positively link any other killings. However, with the number of people who go missing in the area, it's not far-fetched to think that there are still victims out there waiting to be discovered. So, is there an active serial killer still at large, prowling the woods of Washington and searching for his next victim? Honestly, they'd probably be getting up there in age around this point. Maybe they're sitting at home, reading the paper, hoping they don't get that knock at the door. All right, guys, that is what we know so far and maybe forever on the tube sock murders or tube sock killings, Mm -hmm. as it's often phrased. Um, Oh, first off, I would like to give a big thank you to Papa Wolf, who gave this suggestion on Patreon. So Papa Wolf, thank you very much. Uh, Not only good for proposing uh, disturbing questions on just the banter, (laughs) but also great case suggestions as well. So thank you very much, Papa Wolf. We appreciate that. Um, but my lovely wife, Kristen, and writer of Strange and Unexplained is here with me in this after show as per usual, and we want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, what you think. I, I personally think this killing was done by the same person. Me too. Yeah, I think these two killings were done by the same person. Yeah. Um, because, just because the time, the gap, mm-hmm. four months, not very yeah. long, um, you the know, area the too. area, they're in the same area. But I mean, it's kind of crazy though that the killer would. It's not really, I guess, that the killer would drive the little girl to a, to a, uh, you know, a, a parking lot, a Kmart parking lot. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing that's that's what happened. How else does she? Right she, she didn't wander thirty miles.
1: No. Good God. And like they said, she was kind of in like this catatonic, catatonic state, so that the police think that she witnessed all of that happening. Oh God. Whatever happened to her mom yeah, and dad? Yeah. And her mind was trying and to like, reject then it. And she spent the the time that it took to drive all the way to that Kmart, which was thirty miles away, mm-hmm. to be dropped off. Yeah. And then her grandma later she gets custody of her, and then she said that at night she had like nightmares, and she would like oh, roll bet. around in her sleep, and yeah, she had. You know, Did she remember happened. anything? No. To tell him. No. no.
0: How old was she? Two.
1: Oh God. Yeah. So. There's no So standards. young. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If it was a couple years older, well, he probably would have killed her if she was four or five. Yeah. I think
1: yeah. it kind of saved her that she couldn't yep. say anything.
0: hmm That yeah, she was so Andy young. Was and he was kind
1: of hoping that, you know, you drop you drop her off and nobody knows who she is and maybe they don't even figure it out. Right. You know. They're just like she just goes into the system and just becomes another child that was abandoned.
0: It's weird that these ruthless killers they they draw these lines, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Right. It's weird. Yeah. It's like why even take the chance?
1: A lot of them like are really passionate about animals, and that just creeps me out.
0: That they're passionate about animals and not humans. Yeah. It's like we are just animals too. Right. (laughs) She's just conscious animals over here.
1: Yeah, I think the same person did this. For a long time, they thought this um, Billy Ray Ballard Jr. He is yes. a convicted murderer now. Mm-hmm. Um, they thought that the the pair that he killed, Edward Smith and Kim, Kimberly Levine, uh-huh. they went missing in around the same area. Um, I think like the year before or something like that. It was okay. around the same time. But um, other than that, there was no link to them in these cases. And then mm. they finally caught him because they he left a partial fingerprint at that crime scene with the couple.
0: Oh, okay. And he
1: got arrested for abducting, torturing, and raping two women in Wyoming. Yeah.
0: See, these these people weren't raped or tortured. Not Neither, that I could find that we in know. the report. Yeah. Right. Possibly. Yeah. But Because
1: of the, like, I think because of the condition they were in, it wasn't really, like, they weren't really capable of telling whether right. or not. But I do know one of the women... Um, they never found any of her clothes, right? But a lot of law enforcement credit that just to the fact of the time it took to find her, and that they found, yeah, yeah, bones. So, yeah, there's no telling, I I think, because of the condition they were in,
0: right? And in August, when you go missing in August, for the as far as the first couple goes, Mm -hmm. you know, that's that's hot, you're not wearing a lot of clothes probably in the first place, right? With shorts, Mm -hmm. t shirt, you know what I'm saying, like. So I don't, I don't know. I'd be surprised if anything else ever came of this case. Honestly, I feel like, and then you, and then the fact you, you factor in the point that they found partial remains of every single Mm -hmm. person, you know, it's like, so they're probably scattered, which is another typical serial killer thing to scatter the remains.
1: But I think it's also possible that there are more victims. There are several cases that people have pointed out that look very similar, but, um, None of the other ones have been confirmed connected to this one. Right. So, but I think it is extremely possible, especially with the fact that his victims were found, you know, off away from their campsites.
0: You know what really makes me think, too, that someone was involved in kind of watching this? The fact that Mike's remains, right, his skull, Mm -hmm. wasn't found until, well, years later. Yeah. Right? But it was just a mile away. It was not within a mile.
1: Yeah. Well, the police Diane's. think that that happened because he was buried. Because they brought oh. the dogs out and everything, right?
0: Okay, okay. I was going to say, that's why I was so surprised. I'm like, that dog's going to find a skull right. within a mile.
1: Yeah. Jesus. No, they think that his body was buried and it was those Our pieces body, were only yeah. found because they were dug up.
0: Okay. That makes that makes sense. Yeah. It makes way more sense.
1: But they can't prove at all what happened to him, so a lot of people still think a lot of a lot of people still think that he killed diana but it's just it seems crazy to me that he would kill her mm-hmm. and then drive the little girl way out to where she was right and drive the pickup truck right back to where he killed his wife uh-huh. and then walk a mile away uh-huh. and kill himself
0: decapitate himself apparently yeah. and then right yeah that don't so. make any sense
1: I don't know. I I can't buy that. The I rest think,
0: of his remains would be laying there. If you I kill him think, him and you can't bury yourself.
1: Yeah. I think he <laughs> it's was cut and dry. a victim too. And yeah. he was he was just hidden. Mhm. And then you have the snow because they were killed in February. Right. I mean in December and weren't found so she wasn't found till February. Okay. So they were in the snow. Right. And out there in the cold but they're in also Washington. being yeah, they're also being exposed to a ton of wildlife.
0: Yes. Yes, up there in the Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're getting picked apart. I mean, you know, a lot of rain, a lot of snowfall. Yeah. To
1: prove anything at all in the case because of the way, except for, you know, Stephen, they know he was shot the way he was. Right. Because he was found days later. But for everybody else, it's kind of.
0: And then Diana was stabbed.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah.
0: She was stabbed 17 times and were able to tell that. So, but they found her, uh, you know, soonest in regards to when she was killed. Yeah. Right. Man, it's just the tube sock thing, though. That's the weirdest part, right?
1: Because, like,
0: that's what makes me think that they were raped.
1: Well, they all said, yeah, because all the reports said that it was not used for strangulation. There was no even proof that it had been tied enough to kill him, you know, but it was tied exactly the same way. Yeah. It was the same type of sock.
0: Oh, see, I mean, that's damning. The same type of sock tied the same way. Right. Like, it's the same person.
1: I don't know if, if another weird thing is the age gap. You know, there's yeah. that huge age but gap. But how would you even know? That's that, what I was gonna though. say, and it makes me that's wonder if maybe he walked up on the first couple. I, I don't know. Maybe it is. A, that's my my theory is that it is a coincidence. It's just a coincidence. But if it's not, that maybe he those are that's how he chooses who he's gonna kill. No, you know what I'm saying he, he chooses. He chose them gaps. because they were
0: out there alone.
1: Maybe yeah. That's why he chose them. But I mean, people go out there alone all the time, and
0: yeah you can't kill all of them. No. I mean, God. But
1: I'm just saying.
0: Also, I think this it's a
1: coincidence guy, that they. Also, I think it.
0: this guy's old now, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he was killing yeah. people, if he was killing people in the 80s, mm-hmm. then, you know, let's say he's probably at least in his 30s. Yeah. Okay. So he's in his 60s now. Yeah. He's not still out there killing people. I wouldn't think. Maybe. I not. Maybe. Yeah. But no, more than likely, if if he's still out there, he's there waiting, hoping he don't get a knock, hoping some DNA don't get typed. That's his ass. that's
1: what I'm hoping for. I'm yeah. hoping DNA fucks him up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's there's probably a lot of uh, murderers, rapists sitting at home, yeah. sweating that shit out. Good. But I
1: don't even know if they have any kind of DNA to compare it to in here.
0: Well, not you, not that you know of. Yeah. But who knows?
1: So I'm saying I couldn't find anything like that. It's, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, You never know what they could find, though, is what I'm saying, and then be able to link it to these cases or whatnot. Mm -hmm. So you never know. But hopefully, fingers crossed, something would come up about this. But either way, very strange, um, very interesting, very interesting couple of cases here. And they have to be connected. Mm -hmm. They just have to be. Like, it's just, with that much evidence, the tube socks, it is strange that the couples were both 15 years apart, and, yeah. but it wasn't the, uh, it wasn't like the man or the woman was older in each one. I think they were opposite, right? Yeah, I think they were, yeah. The second couple, the, the woman was older, 15 years older. Yeah, and, and the then man the was, first 20, couple, they yeah.
1: was 27 and 42, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That doesn't sound nearly as bad as, uh, like, 17 and 34 when the other ones yeah. got together. Yeah, 32. That's, That's crazy. Insane. Yeah. But... All right, guys. Well, again, Papa Wolf, thank you very much for that suggestion. Thank you for being an awesome Patreon supporter. We appreciate that very much. And guys, if you want to be an awesome supporter of TCG Productions and Strange and Unexplained, please consider supporting us on Patreon. patreoncom you podcast. Where for just three bucks a month, you can get access to everything we make here on Sandu. Okay, that includes strange shorts with myself and Andy every single Monday. You will get early access to these regular episodes on Thursdays, as well as our monthly Sandu stories. We have a brand new series coming up um, this month, the episode one. It will be at least, I would say, a three to four part series. We'll see how it unfolds, but we are very excited about that. So if you want to get in on that stuff, again, that's patreon.com slash SNU podcast. There's a link right below the description of this episode. You can click that. Also, go subscribe and follow True Crime Guys on YouTube. Um, every True Crime Guys proper episode with myself and Andy is on YouTube as well as every Live Strange Shorts as well. So if you guys would like to join us on there, you like to watch the show instead of listen, you can. Again, search True Crime Guys on YouTube, look for the, uh, the official new logo and all that good stuff, okay? All right, guys, that's pretty much it. Uh, we appreciate the support very much. Tell your friends, follow us on uh, social media at s Podcast. And uh, I think that's pretty much it. But, uh, we'll see you next week with a new strange and unexplained case. Until then, guys, just keep being strange. Just don't be strangers. All right? See ya. if you have enjoyed this episode please feel free to check out all the other shows on our tcg network as well as subscribing to our youtube channel starting every monday with new episodes strange and unexplained followed every other tuesday by our audio drama podcast sandu stories then of course new episodes of true crime guys every wednesday And if that's not enough, head on over to our Patreon, where you can have access to hundreds of hours of exclusive content, including older episodes, strange shorts, the latest edition of Sandu Stories, and of course, higher thoughts. But until next time, guys, keep creeping. You hush your mouth, boy.